It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. This idea of a calling has always intrigued me. I mean, there's no doubt that it's 100% a biblical concept, but at the same time, it's over-spiritualized and highly abused. I mean, how many times have you heard somebody talk about, I feel called, as a get-out-of-jail-free card? Right? Maybe they're in a bad relationship or a job that they want to get out of, and conveniently, here comes this mystical calling because they decided to show up at church or spend some time in prayer that alleviates their pain by allowing them a pathway to abandon their responsibilities and pursue something easier. Convenient how that works out, right? Well, we're all wrestling with the same thing here, which is if God has a specific intention and purpose for our lives in the season that we're in, then honestly, we would want to know about it and we don't want to miss it. In fact, the idea of missing a calling is kind of a nerve-wracking idea for a lot of us. So how do we know what God is calling us to do and then when to act on it? Well, that's kind of the topic of of this episode. And what I've done here is I've taken a clip from a camp I was at with a bunch of teens where I break down the idea of a general and specific calling. Now, I don't care if you're a young adult or adult, whatever age you are listening to this, you're going to get something out of it because it's 100% applicable to all of us. And what I'm asking and challenging us to do is really look at our lives in pieces to become more self-aware and say, you know, each of us have a unique set of gifts, passions, life experiences, opportunities in front of us to go be Jesus to the world. And we can't act on all of them, but how do we know which ones we can act on? And I think when we start asking those questions, we start to tap in to the freedom that there is in pursuing many different types of specific callings. At the end, I challenge these teens with an exercise that I think you guys should do as well. And that is really think of a a specific calling as an urge. And take a moment to write down seven urges that you feel like you've had over the last few years. And then rank them from strongest to weakest. Take a step back and look at that. And look at it through the lens of the unique gifts and talents and passions God has given you. And also the opportunities that may be before you. I think when we do that, we open a pathway for us to really understand the idea of having specific callings and what we're supposed to do as Christians to make a difference in the world today. So without further ado, we'll jump in and we'd love to hear from you afterwards. Let us know what you think. church that we're calling I kind of I hate it I love it It, it's got all kinds of preconceived notions on what it is but a calling it's just simply an urge an urge to do something right and it could be as simple as you get up in the morning and your stomach's grumbling oh the Lord is calling me to eat breakfast we don't have to over spiritualize that 
But that's an urge. It's like I have an ur a physical urge to do something. Some things might not be physical urge. They might be in your head, your heart, emotional. That you know, you're kind of like, you know, I. It's Mother's Day coming up. Man, I should, I should really do something sweet for my mom or guys, fellas. I should at least write a card and say something nice because I, I haven't done that in a long time. That's an urge. It's a nudge. It's something that's going on inside you. And yeah, that's a calling. You're being called. You're getting nudged to go do something. So, um, so I, I want you to just have that in the back of your head, and then I just want to talk about. There's two types of callings. There's a general and there's a specific. So here's a, here's a general calling, right? If, if you're a Christian, your general calling is the two greatest commandments. Love God, love others. It's that simple. That's ultimately what we're here to do. I mean, we, we learned in these earlier sessions that, God, that, that we are a reflection of God, that he's given us spiritual gifts, talents, and more so that we can, in our own unique way, kind of represent who he is and so so this general calling is to take that and 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 do it as we love him and love others obey that's what that's what you heard from from pastor homer o obey it's, it's it's hearing and then and then doing that's the combination right and then there and if you're not if you're not really a christian everybody see the beauty of general and specific calling is everybody has them. this isn't a religious thing if you're not a Christian, and no matter where you live in the world, your general calling typically is summed up in, I, I want to do good. I know I'm supposed to do good. I don't know what good looks like because I don't have any perception of who a creator or God might be. But good in my own terms, I know I'm supposed to do that. That's your general calling. And so if we get down to what does that look like specifically? Um, well, first let me tell you that Ecclesiastes 3 Ecclesiastes 3.11, written by Solomon, one of the wisest men to ever live this earth, says this. It's talking about God. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. What does that mean? Uh, ultimately just means that that whole desire that we all have to really ultimately not want to die, to live to want to live even forever, like to that 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 was put there by God, because that's the number one thing that's the magnet in us that's supposed to draw us to these bigger questions: Why am I here? Where do I belong? What does it matter? Who is God? How did I get here? That was put in there by God to draw you to Him. Okay, so that's what Ecclesiastes says. All right. Um, but as Christians, you know, we, we, when we break down this idea of specific calling, we kind of we get afraid that we're going to miss a calling. Dude, the only way you can miss a calling is by doing nothing at all. I'll, I'll explain that. But you don't, you, we, we, honestly, we miss callings all the time. You know what I mean? It's like at this very camp right here, you have walked past somebody that was sitting alone by themselves. And something in you said, oh, man, I should go I should go talk to them, get to know them, see if they're doing okay. But you were with your friends, and you kept walking. Missed calling. Right? That, was a, that was an urge. It was a prompt. Right? So we ignore these things all the time. Like mom tells you to, you know, she's nagging you to do the chores. And you're like, man, 
I know I need to do a better good job, a, a better job listening to mom. But right now I'm, I'm too entrenched in, you know, Instagram and Snapchat or you know this video game, and so I'll get to it later, right? Yeah, there's a nudge. <laughs> you're you're supposed to be present, active, and moving, but you ignore it. You suppress it, and you're built. And here's the scary part, guys. Look at me. You're, what you're doing now is building lifelong habits. You're gonna spend most of your teen years suppressing these urges, and then all of a sudden you get kicked out of the house, you're in the real world, whether you go to college or not, and you're asking yourself, I don't know what I should be doing or where to go, because you've spent the first 20 years of your life ignoring those nudges, ignoring God speaking to you. So it's no wonder that you know, like most people graduate and have no clue what they want to do. So, so all, all that to say this. Um, yes, God, like in Acts, like in Paul's life, I bring back Paul into this. God can supernaturally show up and like speak to you audibly. He can show himself to you. He can reveal, you, reveal, reveal something to you in a dream. That happens. A supernatural God can do that. And that's a blatant calling. You know, we'll call that a shouting, right? But that's not the norm. Personally, I've never had that happen. I know people who have, but I have not ever had that happen. It's not the norm, okay? So, so um, aside from that, what is the norm? How do we learn? So how does this happen for most of us? How do we understand and grasp the idea of what a specific calling might look like? Well, you're... you're You've kind of been given the clues so far. God gave you spiritual gifts. He's given you natural talents. He's given you a personality type, life experiences, all these pieces. And then he's given you, he's put you in a specific region, your city. He's put you in a specific neighborhood, a specific school, your mission field. And so you take the opportunities before you and within your mission field, he's given you a groups of people. It could be clubs. It could be. Uh, you know, sports teams, it could be anything. And that's it. He's already put you where you need to be. He's already given you what you need to have. But why, then my question is, why aren't the most impactful people on earth teenagers? It's not a matter of you don't have time. You might think you're busy and don't have time. Oh, trust me, talk to any adult in this room, you have time. So why, isn't, why aren't teenagers the most impactful people on planet Earth? The chain is still around your mind. So let's get that chain off. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to look down the aisle. You have these white post-it, these cards. I want you to take one and pass it down the aisle. So everybody has a white card. And on one side of that card, I want you to take a few minutes and I want you to write down seven of these urges that you think you may have. Now, urges could be big, they could be small. I felt an urge, I felt this call, you know, potential urge to be a doctor one day, to be a, a professional athlete. I have, this, I have this urge to write a book. I have this urge to start a club. I thought about starting a club once in school. I thought about, uh, you know, I have this urge to want to get more involved in church. I have this urge to really want to do a better job of, of following my parents' lead and respecting their authority more. 
It could be anything. Seven urges you've had. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.